everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Charlie's Book Club podcast, and we will be doing part two of The Hunger Games. I was and may the odds be ever in your favor. I actually said that today. Did you really? Yeah. Who'd you say it to? Um, I didn't say it to, like, someone. I was just, like, in the talent. We were, like, getting ready for the talent. Not, like, getting ready, but we were doing, like, the practice for the talent sort of thing. Okay. And it was... You push up a little closer to your face. Sorry. Um, and we... And she said, and good luck to you all. And I'm like, and may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Are you ready for your talent show? Yeah. You going to play piano? Yeah. You feel like you practiced your piece enough? Yeah. It's tomorrow at one, right? I actually got to play my piece in front of everyone in music. Oh, how'd it go? It went pretty good. Awesome. Did it feel... Feel like the Hunger Games? Did it feel like you were under a ton of pressure? No. And you were going to die I if you didn't? I was actually a lot calmer than I thought I would be. That's good. And my classmates gave me a lot of support, which helped me out. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Do you feel like reading the things you read and being exposed to some of the stuff to you, that you're exposed to at home of watching Mom and I run businesses... Do you feel like that lowers the stakes for things like a talent show? Or do you still feel like you would be just as nervous if you didn't read what you read and weren't exposed to like high pressure situations all the time? Um, there were actually the other, like, I think it was like three kids in my class who did things. They seemed just as fine as I did. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Kids today are resilient and strong and cool. I like to hear it. Want okay. to get into the book? Yeah. Okay, so last time we left off and at the end of part one. Yes. They had gone through training. Uh, Katniss had shot an arrow through the apple in the pig to get their attention, and she thought it was going to backfire, but she got a really high score, and now they are going into the games. The games. So what, like, what are the moments? So we're not, uh, once again, if you're just picking this up now. I want to hear your favorite moment. Like, yeah. What was, like, your favorite part of part two? Hmm. I'm okay. assuming it was well, in for, part two. First, first, let me get this out because we are not going to hold back on spoilers. No, we're going to talk about the book. To. We're assuming you've read all of book one or this watched the not, movie. This is less of a, oh, yeah, this is just like a book trailer to get you interested. It's no, it's like. If you if you like tap on this episode and you are like who what is the who what who is the hunger Games? where am I who where? am I what's the book <laughs> yeah you're in the wrong place um, you, we're assuming you've read the book or you've watched the movie yes. and now this is like Charlie's take on it this and is more of a book review yeah yeah this is a post game analysis of the book what we thought was cool what what so I want to hear. I want to hear what stood out to you as you went through. Is it parts two and three, or is part two just the games altogether? Because I was listening. I listened to the whole book, so part I didn't two like is the games. Is there a part three? Like the well, I mean, there's two more books. I can't remember if they broke it into part three. No, I, there's like sure the falling like a, action at the end. Yeah, that I think that's part three. Okay, so so let's talk about the games. What were the moments that had you like, whoa, that's crazy? So, that's crazy or made me feel a lot of emotions? A lot of emotions. So, I'm going to start off with really sad. 
Okay. Um, actually, my sad and happy are kind of connected. Okay. So my happy is, it made me feel happy when Rue and Katniss were like being friends. It was nice. But my sad, I'm sure you can guess, is when Rue died. Yeah, when Rue died was, was so sad. It was a really hard part. Um, trying to think of the moments that were like the most impactful for me. Um, I think, I think you're right on Rue's death was a big one. Um, and I liked the moments where it was really easy, both in the book and I think in the characters' minds to get really into the games. And then the moments that they remembered the bigger picture of like the capital and the government that they were like yeah. fighting against and like, you know, yeah, that like, they're doing all this against their will yeah. type of stuff. So when she like oh, buried like, Rue and Flower Flower, they're like that. My other favorite was when at the end, when they like, tri- they like defied the government and mm-hmm. they both um, were about to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And then the government's like, you're not supposed to do this. Stop. Hold up. Hold on. I guess you both win. Yeah. I didn't really get why they did that. Like, why didn't they just let them both die? Because they need it to be a show and they need like a, a winner and they need someone to kind of keep perpetuating it of they need a winner who then is celebrated. If they just die, then people um, have no celebration and it makes the government look really bad. And it reminds people like, oh, you're just killing children. Oh, yeah. It just wrote, That's what I... That's what it is. It's just reminding people that you're just like making children fight each other and only one will win and the others will all die. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of need that celebratory hero for the district to celebrate and in general for people to be distracted by celebrating the winner instead of reminding them that they murdered 23 other children. Yeah. Which is wild. It's a crazy book. Like I I was I was kind of questioning whether you would be mature enough to read it. So I'm I'm curious to get your take of do you feel like you were mentally ready for it? Did it like disturb you? Did it give you nightmares? No nightmares. No nightmares. I don't actually dream, but like Well everyone dreams you just might not remember. Yeah I do, but like Sometimes I'm just, I only remember like one fiftieth okay. of my dreams. But when I asked you if you wanted to watch the movie, what did you say? I said maybe. Yeah, but and what were you worried about? It might be too graphic. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to see people getting killed, and I understand the that. The part that I liked is that I could just, about the book, is that like, you couldn't actually see it happening. So it wasn't realistic. Yeah, you didn't. You could temper the images in your head to what you're ready for. But like, if you see it in a movie and they show like a spear going through Rue, and there's tons of blood and it's really really gross, then you can't like unsee that. Then that image is in your head. But if you just picture it and you don't picture it as graphic as maybe the director or the filmmakers would say, you can you can live with that image that you put in your head. I don't like like piles of blood when people are like lying in a pile of blood that's just not good yeah um in my brain somehow i remember i managed to force my brain into not thinking about a big pile of blood like a small one just yeah like, there's a little pile 
That's funny that you say that. I think when I was reading it, I didn't picture nearly as much blood as what in reality would be there. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. some reason, thinking back to when I was picturing Rue dying, um, that sounded weird, picturing Rue dying, um, but with the speared through her stomach, the speared, not the spewed. (laughs) Spewed. She spewed. (laughs) Wait, what would be like speared? The spear, but like, if someone did it, yeah, it would be speared, not spewed. Yeah, yeah, she had been speared, not spewed. <laughs> that would be funny. I got speared, <laughs> help me. Um, no, but for some reason, I did, didn't really picture any blood, which is weird. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I really I did just like, kind of like pictured like, it going through her stomach and then like her shirt, there was just like kind of like blood like stained mm-hmm. on her shirt, like, yeah. not really... I yeah, don't I don't know. think that's what it would really look like in real life. But, no. But I did the same thing. But that's interesting. Our brains are maybe trying to protect us a little bit. From I d- picture kind of a lot of blood for the thing with the pedo's leg. Yeah. They, well, they described that pretty graphically. Yeah, they did. That was uh, all the pus and stuff. I was like, oh. uh, I Okay, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, I'll get nauseous. I didn't want to talk about the pus stuff. Um, so what did you think overall of PETA and Katniss's story of how they kind of grew together, grew apart, grew together, grew apart type of thing? I think it was interesting that in the beginning it was supposed to be staged, but then they like started liking each other and they like realized that they liked the other person's personality. But then at the end, Katniss was really excited to go home to Gail and... Yeah, that was that was interesting. It added some. It didn't. Um, it definitely didn't wrap up the book in a bow like some books do. No. Like there wasn't like and here and then for the next ten years they were happily ever after or whatever. No. But do you think? Do you think from the beginning the book was written knowing it was going to be part of a series? Yes. Okay, I got that vibe too, because just the way it ended was like. Well, this doesn't feel resolved at all. And how, and I feel like maybe the author, like, while writing the first two chapters, didn't think it was going to be a series. But then after probably where it took, like, nine chapters to get to To get to the Hunger Games, yeah. Like... You know what I wonder, and this would be fun to, to research later, and maybe we can touch back on this when we go into later books is to look up the story. Cause what I could see is, you know, some books are super long, like game of Thrones books can be like 1100 pages. I wonder if she almost had a like 1200 page book kind of outlined and then realized that for like a young, like a young adult novel that that might be too much. Mm-hmm. Although Harry Potter is like 1700 pages. I wonder how it compares. But like, yeah, I wonder if she went like, oh, this is, I have this whole story in my head, but I can't tell it in one huge setting because I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get a 13 year old to read for 1200 pages or listen for 60 hours type of thing. Yeah. Um, I was very, so there's this thing about, um, sorry, uh, what's the name of the author. Suzanne Collins? Yes. Sorry, Suzanne Collins. I gotta talk about J.K. Rowling for a second. <laughs> but, um... I'm sure they don't mind. I'm sure they're both fabulously wealthy and don't mind. And probably not listening to this podcast. You never know. 
Probably not. <laughs> um, but J.K. Rowling had first written out the whole like she knew it was gonna be like so many um books. Okay. I don't think she knew how many books it would be, but she had like the whole outline and knew it would be more than six books. Okay, so she had the whole epic saga and she kind of knew where it was going to end and the flow of the story. So, yeah, okay. So, so back to the book itself. So I know you read through a mix of, you started with the physical book, then you switched to audiobook. Which did you prefer? Oh my gosh, I preferred audiobooks so much. I would not even... Remember how I thought I wouldn't even finish four chapters? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was so wrong. Um, so you bought the audiobook, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that our accounts are linked. Uh, that or your account is just literally my account yeah. on Audible. But um, yeah, I'm so glad that you bought that. I would have not finished it. Yeah, it does allow you to be speedier. Like if yeah. you would have been outside in the backyard this weekend with your book. Um, we would have let you read just as much as we let you listen, but I feel like you'd have been more easily distracted probably by stuff going on around you. Yeah. And then in bed, you listen to a lot in bed. So yeah. Did it keep you up way past your bedtime some nights? Yeah. It's okay. Not like you can be honest with the podcast listeners. Not like way past, but like. How much would you say you listen to like an hour a night? Yeah. Maybe more on some of the nights. Maybe more on like weekends. Okay. But not like too much on because this weird thing happens. I get so stressed when it gets later because I don't know. When it gets like to 10, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to fall asleep. I have to fall asleep. And then it just makes me not fall asleep. That doesn't really go away. I had it last night. I was like watching TV and I was like, I should fall asleep. And then I turned the TV off and I couldn't fall asleep. And then I was up at like 1130 eating a bowl of cereal. What? I just couldn't fall asleep. So I was like, yeah, may as well eat some cereal. Anyway, back to the book. Okay, so what else were were big moments? What what were the surprise moments that you didn't expect to happen? Um, first when they announced that they could work as a team, that's mm-hmm. one. I was very surprised. Yeah. So when um, they said if both members from a district uh, both lived to the end, they would be co-winners. Okay. What else? Um, kind of pairing with that. I was also very surprised when they're like. Actually, there can only be one winner. Now fight. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember the first time I read it, I was when they were in like kind of the final battle with Cato and he died. And I was like, oh, like immediately the trumpet should blare. And then within like a yeah, couple I'm, sentences, I was like, oh, no, they're going to make them fight each other. Yeah, I was really worried. So I was it was cool that they found such a fast solution and such an elegant solution of the berries. Um, I, I did like that part. What, what else surprised you? What else was interesting? Um, the dogs. That was my one. That was so surprising. It just came in. Well, that's what I was kind of hinting a little bit at in the last episode when you were talking about like they don't have much technology and it's kind of old timey, but that's just in the districts. Yeah. Like the capital has crazy right. technology. I don't know why, but I just, um, I keep thinking about the shower for some reason when I think about technology. Oh, when there's like a hundred different buttons or something. Oh yeah, there. that shower. It's so funny. It sounds nice though. It does. 
They have showers like that, but they're one really expensive and two, you need like extra pumps. So like normal showers just go off the house water pressure. But if you have one of those like eight jet shower things that have like shower heads in the wall, you have to install like extra pumps in your house. Yeah. So, so you're not getting one of those anytime soon. Sometimes you can go to a hotel that has fancy ones though. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Do they have lemons? Do they have what? They have, um, I think she said something about like a lemon and raspberry. Oh, like scents and stuff? No, I've, I've, I've not been to one that has all those. But yeah, the the mutts were an interesting thing. So like yeah. they they ask questions. So like Katniss and asked I questions. Was very interesting. I got really scared about the part where it was the people. Oh yeah, when you realize it was like the people's at least their eyes. I think I realized like a second before. Like I've had this a few times before in the book, but I like realized the truth before. Like, a few seconds before Katniss did. Yep. But, like, I don't blame her. She's literally there. Yeah, like, fighting for her life in the moment. I'm not just, like, I'm just, like, uh, um, viewer just, like, literally thinking about everything this person says. So, in the book, so when they, when the the dogs, the wolves, the mutations come after them and they have, like, the eyes and some of the hair or features of the people... Katniss had questions that they didn't really answer. Do you think the the brain or the personality or the memories of the person? No. You don't think so? No. Because why would we attack them then? That's true. That's true. I mean, if they... It's like anything. If you gave someone the right chemicals or whatever, you can, like, induce rage in people or, like, affect their emotions. Yeah, but still, like... I feel like they would be more aggressive to some people because they were already aggressive to those people. Yeah, that's true. They seem to be kind of indiscriminately attacking. And it didn't seem like once they knocked Cato off the cornucopia, it didn't seem like the certain ones like left him alone and certain ones went after him. It seemed like kind of a crazy feeding frenzy type moment. Yeah. And weren't there only like two by them because Cato had killed most of them now? Yeah, Cato had fought some and killed some. Katniss had killed several. Yeah, so there were probably only a couple left. But of the ones left, was one of them like Rue? No. I don't think... She, did she kill Rue? Yeah. Or maybe Cato did after he fell off? I can't yeah, remember. I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Interesting. 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 So, the book kind of ends in a bit of a cliffhanger of they are... They're going back to the district, um, but they still have to like tour... All the all the districts as like a celebration tour. What do you think? What do you think book two is going to be about? I think it's going to be about them fighting the capital. Interesting. I like it. Not like fighting, but like not like this fighting, but like <laughs> try. Do you think it's going to be more like subverting and like spreading a message of niceness and like? The capital's not as cool as they want you to think? Or do you think, like, they are going to, like, go to war with the capital? I think the capital will try to force them to be, like, to, like, publicly, like, say, like, or, like, I don't know what they'll make them do, but, like, I'm just going to say publicly say, which basically means make them do something. Like, keep 
promoting the Hunger Games and saying like, oh, we're happy now and we're happy to be home and, you know, it was a hard thing, but we're glad we did it type of stuff? No. I'm saying, like, the Capitol wants them to, like, say how, like, maybe, like, embarrassed they are. But, like, I don't know. The Capitol wants to, like, do something to them because they're mad that... They showed them up. Yeah. Okay. What do you think happens with Gail, Peta, Katniss, Triangle? <laughs> um... I think she's gonna lean towards Gale. Um... I think... Actually, I don't know. It's tricky, because her and Peta went through a lot together, so I they're kind of bound. Peta, actually, I think she's going to lean towards Peta, but Gail's still going to, like, stay, like, her friend, but Peta's going to accept that. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think there's going to be ongoing, like, so, so everyone that Katniss has dealt with in her life to this point has had some hardship, like, it's hard in District 12, but, like, no one has gone through what she's gone through. Do you no. think she's going to have, like a hard time like just being a normal-ish person again? Yeah. Not like for her, but like for I think society's gonna make it hard for her. Okay, say more. Like they're gonna like she's gonna live somewhere else now. She's gonna live on that like area with the Oh yeah, there's like a winner's village or something, right? Oh yeah, she's also gonna have to do with Hamish. It's just her Hamish and Peta. The only people who've ever won from District Twelve. Um, does she have to like does is she like rich now? I forget. Yeah. Okay, so she's like set Wait, for life. Do her like parents I'm I would I'm, imagine she would yeah. share all her stuff with her mom and her sister, right? Yeah, of course. That'd be just weird if they just like lived in one house. Do you think there's going to be resentment, though? Because, like, all that stuff comes from the Capitol. So, like, this thing you hate is now, like, you get $50,000 a month and you can buy whatever you want, but you know everything you buy is, I guess, mentally tainted with, like, the Capitol's giving me this money and they're giving me this money because they made me kill my friend or kill other kids. Like, do you think she is going to have trouble accepting that? Yeah. I think... She's going to have trouble, like, mentally about the games. Definitely. Like, do you know what PTSD is? Uh, no. So it's post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. So, like, soldiers and stuff who come home from war. Yes. Who've, like, been in life or death situations have like, a really tough time readjusting to, like, just, oh, we just get on a bus and we go to the store. And they're looking around going, like... Don't you understand how dangerous the world is? There could be someone over there, like, trying to kill you. Or none of this makes any sense. You're, you know, arguing about whatever happened in the latest sitcom, and I'm thinking about all my friends dying type of thing. Yeah. So I could see there being some of that. Yeah. And the, and she'll just be like, oh, you... Th- I'm not like, oh, you think it's hard? But, like, people complaining about how hard it is, and she's like, I literally just had to... Um, like, kill a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And some crazy wolves. And some crazy wolves. That's wild. Do you think they have to keep... Well, I suppose they have to, because, like, Hamish had to keep participating in the Hunger Games. 
So are they coaches now, or is that still Hamish's job? No, they're still. I think they're coaches now. That'd be kind of weird, like just having like. Wait, but what if it's like a twelve-year-old one? Or even if it's like a seventeen-year-old one, like I think what did we say? Katniss is like fifteen. Yeah. So like next year. I think she'll be old enough to coach. Yeah, I suppose she's so resourceful. Yeah. But like, is PETA like? What's his strategy like? Fall in love with a super lethal huntress? I suppose he was smart. He like allied with the careers in the beginning. Yeah, that was actually really smart. Did you, when when he was allied with the careers, did you actually think it was like, oh, he's like in it for himself now? Or did you always think he was going to come back and protect Katniss? Well, it was kind of hard for me because... Um, to keep in mind, this is all from Katniss's view. Mm-hmm. So she might like be like, oh, yeah, he made a face at me when really he was just looking at that was just the face he made. Yeah, that was an interesting aspect of the book is everything was told from her perspective. And it seemed like her past um, affected everything. Like she was very distrustful from the beginning because she was always very poor and like, no one does anything unless it's like a barter. Um, but okay. she, and Peter grew up in relative wealth or always had food and stuff. So he seemed a little bit more like just be nice and good things happen. Yeah. It was kind of like, this sounds like a weird comparison, but um, if anyone's watched Ryan Lost Dragon, mm-hmm. like Peter's Sisu and like um, Katniss is like Raya. Yeah, no, that, that totally makes sense. I mean, and that, that would, that would vibe, right. Of like, I've seen people betray people. I've seen someone kill my parents, like, and not care. So I distrust the world where if someone comes from a different perspective, they go like, Oh, it's gonna, it's all going to be fine. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, Oh, do we like share our favorite parts yet? No. What's your favorite part? I gotta think of it. Well, you, yeah, we talked about the most emotional parts and the things that surprised us. Um, yeah, is there like a favorite moment or series of moments? Hmm. I can't think about mine. I'll think about mine while you finish. Okay, I was thinking about the part that I was like, I think where I was feeling good and like, oh, this is really interesting and fun was the whole Katniss and Rue teaming up, both from like finding Rue, finding out that she could like jump among the trees and hide herself really yeah. well, the whole tracker jacker attack. Um, and then that them like making part a made plan. me like cringe the tracker jacker. Oh yeah. I hate bees. And then like, I hated when she was describing it mm-hmm. where she's like, yeah, they will track you down. Yeah. And like the hallucinations and stuff afterwards. Yeah. Like that was that was a hard part of the book, but as they like had this alliance and like they were both good and they were sharing their stories, um, and like the moments from home that they could both relate to. I love that like people in a terrible situation still finding connection and bonding and like moments of like heart and levity in the middle of terror. Um, that was, that was a part for me that was like, Oh, like kind of a love finds a way love wins over even the worst situations. And in the end, you know, Rue did, did die, 
but even her death was a moment for like Katniss to to show love. And then that love carried on when the other tribute from her district saved Katniss's life and didn't kill her. Yeah. So I really liked that theme kind of running through their story. Yeah. Um, How about the you? The weird thing was the other time where someone was like, fine, I won't kill you, even though you're in a different district, was actually, he was in the same district as Rue. Thresh. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. When Thresh didn't yeah. kill Katniss, yeah. I liked that the 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 sweet little girl, Rue, not only, not only made this bond with Katniss, but also she was so good and so kind that Thrush loved her too and like cared about her and him caring about her passed on and even though he was really violent and crazy strong he didn't kill Katniss because of that same like love and admiration for like the kind sweet girl um this sounds weird even though like the whole so it kind of two different parts they're both kind of actually opposite okay okay so this sounds weird they're actually really close together um but First one that sounds kind of weird and like morbid, but my one of my favorite parts was when Foxface died apparently from the berries. Oh, that yeah, that was so cool. That was a clever. It also was kind of like a thing where it went from like the middle of the book to like the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really kind of closing down then because it was down to Peta and Katniss and Cato and Foxface, right? Yeah. And the part that was weird for me was Katniss. I, like, understand it, like, because why would you want to kill someone? But, like, it was also on your games. But Katniss was like, that's your kill. And he's like, what? And Peter's like, what? Um, She's like, you picked the berries. Yeah, he, he didn't mean to kill her, but in the end, it was his mistake. Yeah. And... And the fact that she honestly believed they were going to eat those berries, that that she trusted that it was worth going to grab some. Yeah. So that was that I'm was your favorite so part? I'm just so glad that they didn't eat them, because then that story would be over right now. <laughs> then really, really anticlimactic, and then they both accidentally died. And then Foxface went on to win. I don't know how she would have beat Kato in the end, but... I don't think she would have Yeah. So Wait, was wasn't it, Thresh still there? Um, at that point, I think they had found that Thrush had died, and they assumed it was in a oh, big battle yeah. with Cato. They never actually okay. said how he died, but yeah, it's assumed that Cato hunted him down. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be. It'd almost be interesting, like you said, how the whole book is written from Katniss's standpoint. It would be interesting to like. I'm sure there's fan fiction or something out there of like do the entire games through. Thrush's point of view Kato's or Cato's. Cato's might be crazy though, because he seems nuts. Crazy. Yeah. So okay, so you said a couple of your moments were close or weird. First one was Foxface dying. Do you have another one that was a favorite um, moment? It was actually really funny because not like funny, but it was like a really calm moment. It was just when Katniss and Peter were just like in the cave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed calmer than the rest of the book. Yeah, it was like a little respite from the whole thing. And, yes. and they had the, the thunderstorm. And 
the part I didn't like about the whole book was the like thirst thing. Oh, like when they were talking about that actually made me scared. Not like I knew she wasn't gonna die because there's obviously two more books. Yeah, and there's like a whole other half of the book, but um, that actually kind of like not scared me, but like I was like, how is she gonna get out of this? But then I really like the part where she's just like, I love mud. Wait, mud. Wait, mud. Mud means water. Okay. Um. So I feel like we've done a decent job covering. Do you feel? Yeah. You want to talk about anything else in this book? No. Okay. Um, so what is the plan? I doubt we're going to be able to read the entire next book by next week. Uh, I think we'll take a break from this soon. Okay. Because I don't want to, like, go immediately to the next book for some reason. I don't know why I don't. Well, you're drawing it out. I I always feel, like, um, grateful sadness, I would call it, of when I finish a series, I'm like, oh, that was so good, but I'm so sad now that, like, it's over. Like, I want more of these characters. So. I want to kind of like savor the book. Mm-hmm. I want to savor them. I like it. That sounds weird. No, Savoring that... books. Oh, I savor books. Um, so next week we'll come back with something else. We'll we'll talk about it off air, figure out the plan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, um, hopefully people enjoy this one. And do you think you, what's, what's your thoughts? Are we going to watch the movie? Should I watch the movie or watch half the movie and go like, eh, I don't know if it's okay for you or... Do you just want to jump into the movie? I want to jump in. Okay. So we'll watch the movie, and depending on how we like the movie, maybe we can do a episode talking about the differences or what we liked and didn't like from movie versus book. Maybe we could do, even do that movie review soon. Mm, maybe. We'll see. Wait, I gotta... would we put like a, would we make it a live podcast? We'll just like do a... We would record it while watching it live but i think it would be it's got it's going to take a while to uh to upload and everything too so especially a big big file like that will will take a longer time if we have like an hour and 45 minute podcast yeah so so stay tuned we'll figure out next week will either be about a different book or maybe a movie slash book review Mm -hmm. sound good yep anything else you want to say um no not really i Really like the book. I think it was four and a half stars. Yeah. I, the other half for too much violence and a little too. And I got really frustrated. I'm like, when are the games going to start in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. For a book called The Hunger Games, it took quite a while to get to the actual yeah. Hunger Games. But I did kind of like the first part where it's just like, but not like the. I really did like the part with the, where she shot the apple. That was shot cool. Shot the apple. Um, yeah. She shot yeah, the she apple. She shot the apple at the apple. Yeah, shot the- <laughs> All I right. meant to say she shot the arrow at, at the, the apple. apple. I gotcha. <laughs> but you can see how, through my mind, it would be like... Apple and an apple. Okay. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. See you next week.